Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Hello everybody, my name is Min and I'm your co-host with Debbie from Endos Pop Australia and you're listening to the SDA Housing Podcast, a show that explains, highlights, guides and brings awareness about all things SDA in this ever-changing and this world. Today, Debbie, hello, how are you? Hello Min, I'm good. We're sitting in Debbie's office for the first time in a long time, ever actually, we normally sit in the boardroom, but uh, sitting in front of Debbie's computer, we get to analyze the data information and this isn't exactly a SDA unlocked that Debbie normally does every month, but this is more of a prelude for it. So I'm sure Debbie will be doing a, a episode coming up the next few weeks on Sydney itself, but I thought we'd cover this topic of what's going on in Sydney and how are we going to be presenting to our listeners more of a refined approach to identifying, highlighting, understanding the gaps and figuring out opportunities in the Sydney market because we've never really covered Sydney before in great detail. And I think for moving forward for the new year of 2024, starting now in October 2023, we're going to be looking at a great amount of detail of opportunities for SDA all around Sydney. And Debbie, what are your thoughts so far? Huge demand, huge gap in some parts of Sydney, huge location factors because we know how expensive it is for property in Sydney. And in some of those areas, the location factors have been allocated to basically counteract the additional high costs of developing SDA up to, in some cases, 1.95. So almost doubling the SDA funding i.e. doubling the returns that an investor will see will receive for developing SDA in these locations. So we're here today, Debbie, in this situation because a couple of things. Interest rates are very high, so it's becoming more expensive to borrow money to build. Post-COVID, it's harder for builders to get traction and demand for construction, construction in housing and also um, apartments. To bind those two factors, big supply, of material, supply of labour, harder cost to get service bid for lending. The market has definitely slowed down the construction in Sydney. And as a result, a lot of the builders and developers are just sitting around idle at the moment and they look for new opportunities. So we've come across some great opportunities all around Sydney. One of our contacts is a certifier. He's working with minimum eight, possibly up to 30 builders around in Sydney who are very keen to build SDA. And when we talk about when I talk about this, I talk I mean everything, as in brand new builds in Greenfielders Heights or infill builds, which are knockdown rebuilds, subdivisions, splitter blocks, retrofitting, renovations, brand new apartments, all potential stock, even little developments, full pack, six packs, everything is possible here. And hence the reason why we've been asked to really look into the SDA market in Sydney. And Debbie, to be honest, the last three years, we've never really got our hands on any stock. We always thought it's just too expensive in Sydney. Why would anyone go there? But 
just forget the fact that there's been so everywhere. Mm. Outback and metro and inner city, they're everywhere. Absolutely. And and just because interest rates have gone up, just because there's no land, doesn't mean participants should be forgotten in the Sydney market. And hence where we're sitting here realising, well, maybe we should really spend a lot of resources and focus on helping create product for SDA in the Sydney metro areas. Absolutely. And given the fact that prices have skyrocketed the last three years in land and housing during and post-COVID, it's just us wondering why didn't we start this earlier? Mm. Well, I guess we just didn't have the confidence, the, the confidence and the con- connections mm. with builders, with, with the right stakeholders in Sydney. Mm. So where are you seeing the places to be, Debbie? Well, if, as I mentioned, the location factor, if you want to start by looking at where the location factor is the highest and where those areas within those locations are that have the greatest gaps in SDA supply, probably the top four locations that I'm looking at. So what I did was basically I looked at the SA4 locations to get those location factors. And the highest one is the Sydney City and Inner South SA4, which has, and I'm talking about houses here, two and three resident houses, 1.95 location factor. So that means the say if it was a, a HPS funded participant and their funding would normally be ninety thousand or rather eighty thousand without the MRRC, we're looking at hundred and sixty thousand for one participant. So you can see the difference that that can make to your um, to your income. Massive. The second highest location factor is in the Sydney eastern suburbs, one point nine two. Third highest. Sydney Inner West, 1.48. The fourth, Sydney Northern Beaches, 1.32. And the fifth, Sydney, North Sydney and Hornsby, 1.26. Now, those are all very significantly large location factors. So what I then did was I looked at, within those SA4 regions, the SA3 areas that had the biggest gaps. And that took me quite a lot of going into the data, looking at the current supply, looking at the the pipeline supply, looking at the current demand and working out what has been built, what is being built and what the projected demand is going to be and what needs to be in place to house the participants. So basically, I've come down to the fact that in the highest area that Sydney City and Inner South, the SA3 with the biggest gaps is Botany. That encompasses suburbs like Banks Meadow, Botany, Daisyville, East Lakes, Hillsdale, Mascot and Pagewood. And there is a gap for high physical support units and houses and robust villas. So that's basically how I've broken it down. I've, I've either chosen one SA3 within the larger area that has the highest gaps or if they're all got massive gaps in supply versus demand, then I've chosen them all. Just the the big areas with a lot of demand moving forward, a lot of current demand plus a lot of demand moving forward when we take into account the number of existing and legacy homes and the number of group homes. Now, Debbie, you mentioned to me earlier today a lot of legacy is floating around the marketplace out there. Is mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not so much actual legacy being the six-plus tenant old-style group homes that is enrolled as SDA, but we know it's going to be defunded. Uh, But there is a lot of existing 
and they might have four or five residents. So there's still, in my mind, a kind of legacy property. And basically, we know that they're not fit for purpose. We know that they don't give participants choice and control. We know that they um, are not giving the participants what they really require in an SDA to be able to live their best life. So we know that a lot of those existing, even though there's no time frame for them to be defunded and moved out of the system, we know that a lot of them will be. So that's when I'm talking about those big group homes, the four and the five participant homes in the older stock. They're basic. They're not built to IL or high physical support or robust or FA categories. They they don't meet any of those SDA specifications. Hence, as I said, they're not fit for purpose. So if you're a provider or participant in Sydney, anywhere in Sydney, who is looking at trying to get a fit for purpose property designed and built to your requirements, reach out to us, talk to us. We would love to hear your requirements, your needs, and rush to try and design and construct and deliver this kind of purpose-built product specific to your needs. Because if we have investors who want to be able to provide this kind of home environment to the needy who are STA funded in Sydney, then we need to hear collaborative information from the provider support coordinators and participants and plan managers of what is needed because the best way is collaboration and talking about this. So we got our data, we got our builders, but we need the help of the community who are who are the ones asking for the product. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is only half, half the story. This is straight off the NDIA quarterly data in conjunction with their demand projections. But yeah, it's it's telling us what they know about participants currently searching for SDA. But we know that there's a lot more participants out there that are potentially going to be looking or are looking, but they just, the NDIA, don't know about it yet. Sure. Tell me, what else have you gleaned from all this information you put together on this on these um, spreadsheets in front of us here? There is a huge demand in a lot of areas, and which I know I've already said, but basically surprising locations that we, we always kind of look at the west of Sydney and the southwest of Sydney the Parramatta type areas. Parramatta is on my list as as an area that's got a decent location factor and, and gaps, but that location factor is only 1.11. So yes, it's certainly well above the um, the medium one across the country, but it is it's still a good return and there is still a really high demand in particularly the Maryland's Guildford Parramatta area, which has suburbs such as Wentworthville, Westmead, Winston Hills, Granville, Rose Hill, Maryland's, Guildford, Greystains, those sorts of areas. So that that's still a good area. It's um, where we've we have done some work in the past, uh, certainly with apartments and units. But I guess it's just interesting that probably the biggest gaps of all throughout everywhere I'm seeing is robust. In some cases, there is zero robust supply, zero robust in the pipeline. And, and all of these areas, when we're looking at the forward projections that the NDI put out recently, have 10, 11, 12, up to 14% robust participants they expect in the, in the future. So say there's 100 places in dwellings, uh, we know that we're going to need at least 10 for robust participants and there's zero. So, and that's pretty much in almost every area that I've looked at, with the exception of Sydney and West and Sydney North Sydney, Hornsby, everywhere else really needs robust. I 
guess there's been a lot of unit development, which we probably already know in throughout Sydney. So some areas still need them. There's there's very little, but predominantly it is improved livability and high physical support houses that are needed across the board. And yeah, surprisingly, the number of properties that are needed. So I'm I'm not going to go into that now because that's really the what I'll talk about in the SDA Unlocked and the actual figures there. But it's it's really interesting data. And so basically I've compiled a list of something um, like, let me see, nine, nine, 90, maybe 100, 80 to 100 suburbs across Sydney. That are areas that we think are worth looking at. So as Min said, look, yeah, if you need an SDA, whether you're a participant looking for something, if you are a provider with clients who need an SDA, then please talk to us because we have the potential now to be able to deliver a lot more SDA in Sydney than we have in the past. And that's a really exciting thing. So we just want to start at it. And for those investors out there that Hearing this, Sydney, wow, yes, capital growth, it's all great. And and yeah, you're willing to invest that higher amount that's going to be required. And we're probably looking at a, a minimum for a house and land package, 1.8 to 2 million. Then if that's something that looks good to you with that potential of really high capital growth that you know you're going to get in Sydney, definitely come speak to us. So I think that about wraps up this just this brief prelude to what we've got going on in Sydney. You'll be hearing a lot more from us over the time we've actually got a webinar that we'll be doing soon coming up to talk more about what's going on in Sydney and what we're going to be doing. And very soon, keep an eye out for the next SDA Unlocked episode where I'll go into a little bit more detail on all of these locations. So until then, we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.